This is Matt and Myron, the podcast. Super Bowl Sunday on ESPN Radio. I am Matt Jones, Myron Metcalf. It is Super Bowl Sunday. We've been waiting all year to get to this point. And here we are, Chiefs and the 49ers from Las Vegas. Kick it off in about, I don't know, what, eight and a half hours? We will not be on all eight and a half of those hours, but we'll be on for the next three and a half to get you ready. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Myron and I have already been arguing this morning, although it was over movies. But uh, at some point today, we will be arguing over football. And are you glad, Byron Metcalf, that uh, the game is finally here after months of anticipation? Man, I'm definitely excited, man. You know, excited that we finally reached this point. Kansas City versus San Francisco. Enjoying myself down here in your part of the country, South Carolina. Where, uh, you know, How's that my part of the country? That's like hours south. from here. Oh, you just what? <laughs> you'd lump us it's all south. together, like south. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going on a tour. I don't know if you know. I'm going South Carolina, Florida, and Tennessee in the next three weeks. So I'm trying to blend in a little bit. You know, <laughs> you hear the <laughs> accent? You hear the twang? In? You hear the no, twang in my? I don't. Okay. I don't, I don't hear anything southern about you. You're going to Columbus. Well, You're there for the women's game today, right? UConn and uh, South Carolina. Yeah, I saw the men yesterday, women today, doing some stuff I'm working on. So, yeah, it was, it's been a fun time in South Carolina and looking forward to watching the Super Bowl down here. Yeah, Columbia, uh, you know, a lot of history in Columbia and South Carolina. A lot of stuff, uh, a lot of stuff's gone down there. Do you like the city so far? Yeah, some stuff has gone down. You can say that. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's some good food. Some good food. There's good food. That's a good food good town. Food, yeah. I like, I like how you're people. like, yeah, yeah, some stuff went down. I mean, we don't have to talk about it a lot if you don't want to. But, I mean, yeah, but you can walk around Columbia, South Carolina. You can okay. walk around the city and you can see a lot of landmarks and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's a, they have this thing where I'm staying at a you know hotel downtown. And they have this market on Main thing where they shut down the streets every Saturday there's food, you know, people are, are dancing, there's a DJ. So I had a good time yesterday here, man. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad you got your dancing shoes on. Well, now you're ready for the game tonight. Uh, I was very close to being able to get, like, the ultimate mocking of Myron because you remember at the beginning of the se- season, to his uh, dismay, I picked the Super Bowl to be Chiefs-Lions. You remember that, Myron? Mm-hmm. I had it at the beginning yeah. of the year, and it looked like I was going to be right. And then, of course, the 49ers came back. But now you get Chiefs and 49ers. I don't think this is a surprising Super Bowl if you were to go back before the season. But since we've gone through it, at least on the Chiefs' side, people had given up on them for most of the year, especially about the second half, and now they're there. Kadarius Toney, who was sort of the centerpiece of maybe the low point of the season, the loss to Buffalo that led to all the complaining, he is out for the game. He will be out of the final uh, he was off the final injury report. He will not be playing. Do you? Uh, the, the Chiefs have seemed to do okay without him in the last few weeks. But beyond him, I'm not sure that there's an injury that is going to make a huge difference to that team. I think they're going to come in about as close to full strength as they've been. Yeah, I mean, with all that they've faced already this year and the struggles that they've had this season, you know, I don't think anybody can count them out no matter who's available like I think the value of the Super Bowl Matt is you look at both of these teams and even though a lot of people believe that this would happen coming into the season they both had to earn it 
I mean, you look at what Mahomes had to do. You beat Miami in one of the coldest games ever, and then you go to beat the Bills in Baltimore. It doesn't feel like anything can stop him from getting that third Super Bowl. And then San Francisco has also had their own journey. So I don't think injuries will factor in. I think it's going to come down to big plays and who's going to be the bigger star. I agree with you. I think I think the 49ers have the best team, but the Chiefs have a transcendent player, a couple transcendent players, and we'll see which one ends up winning out. The Chiefs are in their fourth Super Bowl in the last five years, only the third team in history uh, to do that. And I, there's a, you know, there are some people out there, Myron, that will say this will be the most watched Super Bowl ever. It has a chance to be the second or third most watched sporting event ever behind. You know what the most watched sporting event of all time is? Do you know the, the answer to this question, Myron? I bet it is uh, India versus Pakistan. No, in the United States. In the United States. The most. Oh, in the United States. Sure, a World Cup. Yeah, but in the United States. Most watched sporting event? Yes. The most watched sporting event of all time is probably when Pele came to to play soccer in the United States. Was it Pele? uh, Was that big? I don't even know that that's on the top 50. Okay. The the most watched sporting event of all time in the United States is the Rumble in the Jungle. More people watch the Rumble in the Jungle than any other sporting event. This Super Bowl, there's some chatter, has a chance to come close to the Rumble in the Jungle. All the combination of the Chiefs uh, and, and that whole story, the Taylor Swift thing, who apparently she has landed in Vegas, if you were worried about that. Uh, you got, you know, the Super Bowl has trended up for a number of years. So this has a chance. You have a chance to literally watch history. I did a trivia. You know, I host trivia sometimes, Myron. And I did yeah. the 10 most watched uh, events in world history. World history. And one of them was the Rumble in the Jungle. This one won't make the world history because a lot most people outside of America don't care, but it could be the most watched sporting event in American history. That's pretty amazing, man. And, you know, the Rumble in the Jungle, I, I won't nerd out too much as a boxing fan, but there was a big delay there because George Foreman got hurt, so they had to put the fight off for, for a couple of months. So it was just build up, build up, build up, uh, whereas I think we've had a season-long build up to, to this game. San Francisco looked like the best team for a long time. We were trying to figure out if Patrick Mahomes would climb out of whatever hole they were in, and yet, like, here we are. I, I think if you are a, a football fan, obviously you want your team to be in it, but if you had to pick two other teams, this feels like the decisive matchup to tell us who's the best team in the NFL. No one can doubt these two teams and how they ended up in this game today. I think that's right. I think you, I think if you were to say – Best two teams. I mean, I know the Chiefs lost games, but I think we're going to see this for the rest of Mahomes' career. Myron, I don't know that the regular season is going to matter to that guy a lot as the the years go forward. I think he's kind of in that Brady mode where, you know, come see me in the postseason and I'll tell you what I think. I mean, you know, I mean, he couldn't have – in some ways they couldn't have had a harder path here, right? You play the hardest team in the wild card. When they played the Bills, I think people thought the Bills were the hottest team in the NFL. And then they played the number one seed, and the last two are on the road. I mean, the Chiefs had essentially the hardest path that you could create to the Super Bowl, and they got through it, and now they're here. I mean, you could make an argument that this 
because it's on a neutral field and they're not going to the other stadium is their easiest of the last three games. It's certainly from a spread perspective, it's the lowest spread. So it's all set up. And if the Chiefs do it, I would argue one of the best runs through the playoffs, Myron, of all time. Yeah, and certainly Mahomes' most impressive run because uh, of everything that you just laid out, man. And, you know, he's already at a point where we're going to compare him to Brady. You get number three, that'll be the rest of his career. Can he catch him? But I think he needed a year like this. You know, he had all those home games in the playoffs, hadn't been on the road. Uh, a lot of people thought, okay, he, he just kind of ends up in the Super Bowl every year no matter what. But he had to fight. Uh, Kansas City had to fight to, to get there. And I, I think although there's – this was a polarizing season. I think for a lot of people, Mahomes earned more respect just because of the way everything went down. This wasn't a perfect Kansas City team, a lot of flaws, and yet somehow they ended up in this game. Did uh, So did you see that they said last night in Las Vegas? How come, by the way, you're not in Las Vegas? Every time I see the videos of Las Vegas, pretty much everyone that's big in the sports industry is there. I would have thought they would have found a way for you to get to go. You know, it turns out ESPN preferred having me in Columbia, South Carolina. So, you know. I, they they I thought that was the best place me. for you? Yeah, it was a good place. You know, I don't want to go to Vegas and then everyone's like, That's Myron's here. Yeah. And then, you know, it becomes a thing. And Stephen <laughs> A and SVP. A yeah, I don't. You think it would become a thing? Well, I just, yeah, I just it, noticed all of ESPN's other big stars, you know, Stephen yeah. A, uh, McAfee, mm-hmm. Greeny. Uh, Orlovsky, Marcus Spears, yeah. Laura Rutledge, Mina Kimes. I mean, when you think of the names of ESPN, they're all there. Uh, I put you right in that group. And so I was a little surprised that, like, they could send you to Vegas and instead you're in the Palmetto State. Hey, listen, uh, I, I was available, you know, didn't get the call this year. But next year, you know what's been fun, though? is I've been invited to a bunch of Super Bowl parties and Super Bowl events, you know, just from sponsors or people I know and can't go to any of them. So that part's been fun. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Who, 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 who invited you to a Super Bowl people, party? What do you mean this, sponsors? You know, I get, you know, what do you mean sponsors? What sponsors do you have? No, I'm not me. You get invited to, and I think Sterling Sharp was hosting a party and I got invited to some other brand's party. Like I get invited to that stuff. Wait a minute, but, you, you know, just, here did I am. you just drop that name, Sterling Sharp's party? How do you I know I got him? invited to a party. I don't know. I got invited to a party that he was hosting. You know what I mean? Huh. Yeah, how did you get I, pe- People you? want me places. I don't know why. It's happened people my whole want- life, Matt. <laughs> they just want me in the building, okay? Huh. It's interesting. I mean, I, I'm your co-host. Yeah. I have not been invited to any of these parties. And it feels like you and I are kind of a package deal, right? You invite Meyer and you get Matt. You invite Matt, you get Myron, and yet you you got invited to these parties and I didn't. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like me not getting a, a guest spot in OVW, right? I mean, I haven't been invited, right? <laughs> well, so, you know. Come, right? I just don't ways. know that you can handle being in the ring. Now, Mahomes is already off <laughs> to the greatest start in the NFL. Is he off to one of the greatest starts in the history of sports? We'll deal with that. And then the other side, what about Brock Purdy? Most of the week, they've just been talking about how he looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. Wait, but what if he actually goes and wins a Super Bowl? We will deal with that. That's next here on Countdown to Kickoff on ESPN Radio. Matt and Myron, the podcast. Yeah, are you going to bet on him to win four more? Well, before we do that, we need to make sure he wins tonight. Patrick Mahomes off yeah. to one of the greatest starts. It is Countdown to Kickoff. Matt Jones, Byron Metcalf. Mahomes is seeking to become the seventh player across NFL, NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball history 
to win three titles and two MVPs within their first seven years. Myron, I won't wow. make you guess all of them, but do you know any of them? Give me the number again. The four, the three Super There's Bowls, seven two players, MVPs. NFL, yeah. NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball that have won three titles and two MVPs within their first seven yeah. years. I'll give you a hint. Uh, three of them are in baseball, two of them are in basketball, one of them's in hockey. They've never had anyone do it in football. Can you guess any of those people? I want to say Larry Bird got off to a pretty fast Larry start. Larry Bird is one of them. Well done. Nice job, Myron. Thank you. All right, Larry Bird is one. Thank you. Uh, uh, Bobby Hall? Would it might have been Hall? <laughs> Look at you with no? the Bobby Hall reference. No, it was not Bobby Hall. Why are you surprised by it? How come you're surprised well, I just didn't when know I know you would know who Bobby Hall is? You're surprised was. whenever I know any white athlete, I feel like. <laughs> any white athlete I name, you're like, oh, I, I had no idea you knew who John Elway was. No, no, <laughs> well, I, I, just, I, I was I surprised. I didn't know you were a big fan of the Hall family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, is it not Bobby? Was it a. Lemieux? Mario Lemieux? No, it was uh, the hockey guy's Guy LaFleur. And then the other oh. basketball the other basketball player is Bill Russell. Baseball, okay. it goes back a little bit. Mickey Mantle, Stan Musial, and Joe DiMaggio. Those are the uh, players. Oh, and Smoking Joe. Jo- okay. Mahomes can joy, uh, no, that's not join that jo. group. Uh, join that group um, and become the seventh player to, to, to have that uh, history. Now, I, before we get to Mahomes, I have somebody wrote me on the uh, text machine. Again, if you want to text during the show, you can send it to 772-774-5254. I read them. And one person writes, Matt, if Myron is going to be stuck in Columbia, South Carolina for the Super Bowl, does he have a Super Bowl party in Columbia? My sister is having a party. She lives there, and I can probably get her to invite Myron. I, I appreciate it. No, I do. I do appreciate the the invitation. I, I'm more of a, you know, watch it in the hotel lobby here ca- kind of guy. Probably. You don't want to go to this guy's sister's I'll take house? the invitation. Yeah, t- tell him to give me an invitation. I, I could. I don't want to make any guarantees. That's all. So, That's would you, nice so let me just ask you. I, I have the phone number. Would you just call the sister and go, hey, this is Myron. I'd like to come to your house and watch the Super Bowl. Would you do that? I never think that's a great idea to to call. I don't I don't know that I need to be doing that calling somebody's sister and saying I'm on my way to your house. I I, I feel like uh well also, you know, what I, if I don't he know. didn't tell his sister and you just that's the other question and you just, and you just call and then he's like oh, who is this you work at ESPN yeah. what's the number of yeah. HR like is that a possibility yeah. yeah I've seen that episode of Cops before uh, I I would rather. You know, probably just low key, but no, I appreciate appreciate the well, opportunity. Well, if, if any of you are in Columbia and you would like yeah. to have Myron at your house, not your sister's house, eight 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 say ESPN, and you uh, go ahead and open up the phones, Nick. Sometimes again, they tell us to open up the phones; the phones are not open. Uh, if you'd like to have Myron at your house for the Super Bowl party, let us know, Myron. I, maybe we can find you an invite beyond this person's sister. Yeah, yeah, I think something a little more. You know, where I get to know somebody's their house directly, not not like a middleman. Right, well, I, I want I want to find you a party today. I'm worried you're okay. going to be sad. Now, Mahomes no, sad. Uh, is one of only three people to have won a championship round MVP over a five year span, or he will be if he wins this time. Michael Jordan, LeBron, and Shaq. Those are the only people who've been like the MVP of the finals 
three out of five years. He could join that group. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever done it in football. I mean, these are accolades. We're sitting here talking about Guy LaFleur. We're talking about Stan the Man, Musial. He is about to eat or get to rarefied company, but he has to win today. Do you think this is like a crowning moment in his career if he is able to win today? Yeah, I mean, he goes to a different level, right? I think once you get three, then the conversation about Tom Brady really begins. The same way with LeBron. I think once he got his third, all of a sudden you're halfway to Michael and you could say, okay, is it possible? Now, I don't know if anybody will ever catch Tom. Seven is a lot. It's a different era. There's a reason we haven't had back-to-back champions since Brady did it in the early 2000s. But I think if you win this, you are certainly on your way to being the modern or or this generation's GOAT, Um, and you'll only be compared to Brady. We'll no longer compare him in any way to Josh Allen or Lamar or Joe Burrow. Yes, It'll be, can you be the greatest of all time uh, after you get number I think that's a key point. I mean, I think he still kind of gets lumped into this group that has Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Lamar. You win today. I, I mean that he's not in that group anymore, right? Like he's in a yeah, different group. Yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of it's sort of like you know people compared Brady and Manning, but there were other good quarterbacks. But there just came a point that Brady was not in those groups anymore. I think Mahomes has a chance to now. All of a sudden, you're running with the Brady, you know, Montana group, and you leave all your contemporaries behind. And we don't really talk about you with them anymore. And when Josh Allen, when it's Brady ver- or excuse me, uh, Mahomes versus Josh Allen, we don't sit there and say who's having the better year. We just assume Mahomes is better, and we go, "Hey, Josh Allen, will you ever get one?" Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's the the different tone the conversation will take on if he gets three. I mean, he turns twenty nine. I think in September. And you look at what Brady was able to do with today's technology. Is this a guy who's going to be playing at age forty three? Maybe. So I think that's the other thing that makes it so remarkable is Mahomes could play longer than any of these guys and have a real chance not only beat the record, but pass it if he continues at this rate. Paul is in Lexington. What do you got, Paul? 888-SAY-ESPN. Little, good morning. A little fun with names on Super Bowl Sunday. It's actually Guy Lafleur, not Guy Lafleur. And I hate to correct a Duke Law School graduate, but that's just what I'm saying. Um I'm also, sorry. Myron, I, did, I, I would did, pay. I'm impressed you knew that. Myron, I would pay to listen again to you laughing at Goodell pronouncing Tagabiola's name at the NFL draft. That <laughs> Your laugh, I would pay for that. That was absolutely brilliant. It, he does. It, Thanks, guys. I appreciate it, Paul. He does, Myron, you do have a laugh that seems to bring people in. And I think that's why you'd be good at a Super Bowl party. You're very good at laughing at people's jokes. You're very joyous. You're 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 yeah. you're, 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 you're a person who uplifts people with their laughing spirit. Yeah, but the challenge is I don't laugh at people who aren't funny. So that's the thing is like sometimes you're around people who expect you to laugh, but I can't fake it. You know what I mean? I'm not just going to laugh just to So laugh, your laughs so. are genuine when you're actually like, like like into it. Yeah, when when things are funny, you know, I'm but yeah, a laugh should be a laugh is about relaxation and really letting it all out and I I believe in that, you know? And the I come from a family of I come from a family of physical laughers. You know, we're like we're holding chairs and pushing books off this, you know, that kind of thing when we're laughing and really getting into it. So yeah, you gotta be careful around black folks laughing because like we will grab you, you know, it's not intentional, 
We're not trying to hurt you. It's just what happens when we laugh like that. Well, 888-SAY-ESPN. Like I said, if you're in South Carolina and you'd like to have a laughing mire, please, uh, you know, uh, nail your furniture down, but make sure he, <laughs> he, can, he can bring you enjoy to your Super Bowl party. Now, Kyle Shanahan, he probably has a lot of pressure on him today. He's a coach that is often considered one of the best in the league. But does he finally have to get one today? Is today the day of judgment for Kyle Shanahan? That's next on ESPN Radio. Matt and Myron, the podcast. You know, one of the things I really envy about, like, Stephen A. and McPhee and Russo is the way they can have such energy about everything, Myron. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whatever the topic is, they get so excited. That's a skill. You know, Like, for me – You'd say to me, like I heard one of the clips say, Kyle Shanahan's the story. I mean, I'm sorry, Myron. That's not true, right? Kyle Shanahan's not the story in the Super Bowl. You think How many people do you think are tuning in today to see what happens with Kyle Shanahan? Uh, sports people are. I mean, it's, it's – Yeah. I, I think what it is is this, right? The Super Bowl isn't really for us as sports fans. It's really no, for it's everybody not. else. It's for everybody you know else. I, mean? I agree. It's like the, it's <laughs> so, like the Olympics. People get mad. They don't show all the – like nobody – it's not for you, right? The Super yeah. Bowl is not for us. But also, Kyle Shanahan, you know, what's interesting about the 49ers is they are not the story. Even though that's an historic yeah. franchise, the Chiefs are the story. I, when I go to places, and I was around a lot of places yesterday around, everybody just talks, talks about Mahomes, Kelsey, and, and, and Swift, like or Taylor Swift. No one is talking about the 49ers. And certainly no one is talking about Kyle Shanahan. But I do think if he wants to be considered one of the great coaches, he's going to have to win. It's Countdown to Kickoff presented by Progressive Insurance. I have, Myron, some good news and bad news. Which one would you like first? You, you always take the bad news first. Nobody ever. Well, takes we're going to have to do the good news good first because the bad news doesn't make any sense without the good news. So I don't even know why I asked you because I have to do it in this order. All right. Okay. Good news. The Matt Myron Show Countdown to Kickoff is now, ladies and gentlemen, available on podcast. Let's go. Yeah. Why aren't you clapping, Myron? This is good news. I, I am clapping. They should play the clapping track in the studio, though. That that would sound better. Nick, right? let's try it again. To I'm going to gonna give the thing you play the clapping track. Ready? The Matt Myron Show, Countdown to Kickoff, is now available on podcast. All right, nice. There we go. Now, that's yeah, the good that's, news. Here's the bad that news. Clap track. <laughs> Here's the bad news. It is not easily accessible. You have to go to the – we don't have our own feed. Like you would think you could okay. look up, Myron, Matt Myron, or Countdown to Kickoff. No, it is on the ESPN audio feed, which I didn't know was a feed, but it is a feed called ESPN audio. So you have to go and subscribe to ESPN audio. Now you'll go to that right now. It's just, it's us and the L Duncan show. One of these days, Byron, we're going to get our own podcast feed. I have, I'm, I'm holding out hope, but for now, if you subscribe to the ESPN audio feed, you will be able to get uh, our show on a weekly basis. So it's a good start, Myron, even if it's not a good yeah. completion. Yeah. I mean, and I, and I, you know, we've been doing this show, what, six years or something like six that? Six years. So it's a big moment. It's a big moment. And I believe in our fans. I think our fans will subscribe 
I, I think they will give us that momentum and push. And, yeah, we'll have our, our own feed, man, as long as we keep delivering the hits. Well, that's what we do. We are delivering the hits. Yeah. And we have we people on here who are ready to deliver with us. William is in New Jersey. William, first of all, will you subscribe to the ESPN audio feed? Oh, that goes without saying, of course. Thank you, You're William. Number one fan. Number you one fan. Hey, all right, so what do you got? I like that. Well, I, someone beat me to the punch, uh, I, I would have to say, because uh, I was going to put you on the uh, mat there, uh, Matt, if I can use that uh, duplicate uh, analogy. Um, Key LaFleur. <laughs> Key LaFleur. Guy LaFleur. Listen, that was I, great, I uh, live in Kentucky. First of all, <laughs> when, did Guy LaFleur, when did Guy LaFleur play? Like what years? 80s, 70s? Uh, yeah, late, no, 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 um, late 60s, 70s. And okay, so, I mean, fact- I, let's be honest. I'm from Kentucky. This is a dude named Gee who's a hockey player in the 60s. Had I known it, had I known how to pronounce and it's it's spelled G U Y, Myron. Doesn't that wouldn't you yeah. think that's guy? Like have you ever have you ever in your life seen G U Y and said, Well that's that's a nice gee? Like no one ever would no. say that. No, no, and it, I think he's Canadian, so that's like a they so do I, diff, they got a different alphabet up there. So William, so. you have to understand, how am I supposed to know that G U Y is gee when I'm from Kentucky? Uh well I'll, I'll let you get get yourself off the hook, Matt. Uh, what does Guy Lafleur mean? It means something. His name in in French. Lafleur is that flower? Yes. See, there you go. It means the flower. Look at that. The flower. Yeah. You're very welcome. That's Thank you good. very much. See, look, people people act like I don't know okay. French. I mean, but who who would say G Y and say Guy? No, I mean hockey people are serious though. I mean, if one thing about hockey fans is like, if you mess up on a stat or a name, they'll let you know. They're they are the most diehard of the pro sports fans. And I am a huge Carolina Hurricanes fan. I know all the players. None of them are named Gee. I know Svechnikov and yeah. Aho and Brett Burns and Bunting. I know I know Coochie, who was the goalie last night. I just don't okay. know Gee Lafleur. Kurt is in San Diego. What do you got, Kurt? All right, so you ready for the Taylor 13 conspiracy theory? (laughs) Oh, boy. Taylor Swift. Oh, boy. All right, so you ready? So, first of all, Swift was born on the 13th of December. Okay. She turned 13 on Friday the 13th. Her first album went gold in 13 weeks. She won her 13th Grammy, and she announced her new album entitled 13. And it's Super Bowl 58, and 5 plus 8 is 13. She's been to 12 Chiefs games, and the Super Bowl will be her 13th. The Niners are the number one seed. Chiefs are number three. Oop. And Chiefs versus Niners, 49ers, 4 plus 9 is 13. And it's on 211, and 2 plus 11 is 13. Byron, what do we think about all this? I mean, what on earth does all that mean? I mean, like, what's the goal? I know you can add up numbers. And how long did it take you to do that? That sounds like that's your whole weekend to come up with these 13s. Like, what's, Kurt, where did what's you, the where goal? Where did you hear about this? Oh, no, I, I hired Guy Lafleur. <laughs> what did you – but what's the goal, though? Like, okay, fine, 13, whatever. Like, what, I don't know, what does 13. it mean? 
I don't know. Well, okay, so what? What if the what if the the final score is like uh, twenty to thirteen in favor of the? Okay, Niners? but I think Myron's point is all right. So let's say there's all these coincidences about thirteen. So what? What does that What does that tell us? Yeah, what's the? I don't know. One plus three is four, and four, uh, you know. It's a number. You can make what no, you will. No. But, but the, the number 13. See, when people say, thing, hold on a second. When people say you can make of it what you will, that means they don't know. Right? That means they don't have right, a real yeah. definitive answer for that. I mean, I, I it's an interesting it's, I, I, thing. No, I just think it's weird. I, I, I just think it's very strange. weird. That's all. It's very weird. I just don't know what to do with it. Appreciate you know? the call. I, I, feel like, I feel like now we're to the point with Taylor Swift, Myron, people are trying too hard. You know what I mean? Like, they're trying too hard. I do like yeah. the prop bet, though. How many times will she be shown on TV from from the final, uh, like, segment before kickoff through the end? The over-under is five and a half. What do you got? Well, you can't bet that here. I mean, you can't do that in America, right? That's an overseas thing, I think, only. I don't think no, that's I think you am- can do it here. I mean, I you can't do it. Some so. sports books aren't doing it, but I think you can do it here. I mean, I don't know. I bet the over. I just – I don't know how this is going to become a storyline. I mean, there will be a certain segment of the population that will make this a storyline one way or the other. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, over because TV will show her a bunch, but not well, they'll because show her like every time he does it. something. So I think five and a half is a good number. I could make a case. Yeah. I think five and a half because they'll do one right at the beginning. If yeah. they win, they'll definitely do one at the end. Right, and then every time he makes a big play, so I think five and a half is a good number. Rick is in Massachusetts. Maybe be thirteen. <laughs> Rick, what do you got? Question for you: uh, uh, In terms of guys winning three out of the first three championships in the first five years, I believe there's another name that should be added to the list. Unless he's on your name, and you didn't mention him. Ken Morrow won an Olympic gold in 1980, and then won four Stanley Cups from 80 to 83 with the New York Islanders. Yeah, I don't – it could be. Uh, it wasn't the on the MVPs. list I saw. But did he win the two MVPs? Oh, I forgot about that. I, so I it's apologize. three. That's a pretty important part of it because I think yeah. there's probably a number of people that have won three titles. But it was in your first seven years, I appreciate the call, winning three titles and two MVPs. And that's where you get Bird, Russell, uh, Musial, DiMaggio, Mantle, Guy LaFleur, and now Myron, potentially Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and I think, you know, no, nothing against those other guys you mentioned, but this is the most impressive, I would say. Uh, you, think this is the most, you think it's more impressive than those other guys? Yeah, because this is the most difficult, you know, competitive NFL. I mean, those guys did it in a past era in all those sports you just mentioned. Baseball, it was decades ago. NHL, it was – in the 70s, I think Guy Lafleur started his career. Uh, Larry Bird in the 80s. So to do it in modern times yeah. is incredibly impressive. Like, this is the he, most competitive, greatest NFL we've ever seen, and he's doing it in this climate. That says a lot. Guy Lafleur played from 71 uh, to 91. Well, Lance in Arizona, you got a med-caffeinated take for us. You know that uh, you guys sound great, and uh... – I'm actually a new listener, but, uh, yeah, the McCaffeinated kind of show kind of, I think, has to go. Uh, when I heard that, I came up with, it's got to be uh, Myron's on the field. You know, so oh, you could do different ways as far as, like, first of all, you know, watch out, Myron is on the field. It's his show, 
and uh, he can go, and then you can sit there and go with uh, Myron's runs, you know, as far as like, uh, you know, these. But I don't understand what that means. So, for people who don't know what he's talking about, we were trying to think of a segment that could center around Myron and his name, and he went with Myron's med caffeinated takes, which was terrible. But I'm not sure Myron is on the field. How's that better? Field. So it's, it, it's you except like I said, it's basically he can sit there and his favorite are his top plays or runs on the field. If he's got his own show, he goes through his top top runs. On Let the me field. just say something. I appreciate <laughs> it, Lance. I appreciate it. I, I understand that med caffeinated takes has been a polarizing <laughs> thing, but don't call in with something worse. You know, I, I mean, so you know, I I get. That met cabinet takes needs some work. We're, we're work. we're working on it behind closed doors. But I don't know what that was. Myron is on the field. I, yeah, I don't really know bad. what the goal is. I do appreciate you, know? you being a new listener, Lance, but I don't I know do that appreciate we're that stick too. with Myron on the field. Now, we do have a new MVP in the NFL. It was Lamar, and he is on the field. Second time he's won. But is it weird that he won the award after a disappointing playoffs? How do you feel about Lamar? And isn't the MVP really Patrick Mahomes every single year? We'll deal with that. That's next here on Cat Out the Kickoff on ESPN Radio. Matt and Myron, the podcast. Lamar is the MVP, second time that he has won that award. It's Cat Out the Kickoff, presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Myron Metcalf. I'm Matt Jones, 888-SAY-ESPN. Lamar finished the 11th in the NFL in pass touchdowns. Yeah. 15th in passing yards. He's the first quarterback to win an MVP despite ranking outside the top 10 in both pass TDs and pass yards ever. He got 49 of the 50 votes. And the one person that didn't vote him number one got yelled at by all of social media over the last few days for not picking him. Uh, In 2019, Lamar was only the second unanimous MVP, but because of, I believe it was Aaron Schatz is the one who did not pick him this time. He will not do it again. Let's start with this. I would have picked him MVP. But I do think it's amazing the way people acted like it wasn't even a decision. I mean, there's a case to be made for Josh Allen. There's a case to be made, although I think a weaker one, for Brock Purdy. But, like, everybody just decided it's Lamar, and then groupthink said, if you're not picking Lamar, you're an idiot. Yeah. No, and I hated that because at the end of the day, like, Look at the last half of the season. Dak was there. Jalen Hurts earlier in the season. Then Brock Purdy kind of became the guy. Then Lamar, Josh Allen. It's okay for us to have a difference of opinion. Like, we don't all have to believe it's one guy. And this wasn't a season where it felt like one guy was clearly better than everybody. Lamar Jackson was on the best team, you know, I think, especially when Baltimore went and beat San Francisco. But I'm fine if he wasn't unanimous this year, the biggest challenge I have, Matt, is is not with Lamar in the voting. It's we shouldn't name any MVPs until the end of the season. Like, you should get rid of postseason MVPs. At the end of the day, there should be one MVP, and the postseason should factor into that. If that's the case, Mahomes would but probably then be wouldn't MVP. The, but wouldn't the Super Bowl winner just always win at that point? I mean, like... I'd be okay with it. Yeah, I would. Not in a sport like the NFL, where there's so many other factors beyond an individual's control that could win. I mean, I don't want – like, for instance, if the 49ers win today, I don't think that makes 
Brock Purdy the MVP of the season. I just don't. I mean, I, I don't think that means he was the best player. I mean, when the Ravens won the Super Bowl, was Joe Flacco the MVP? Because it'll always end up in that scenario going to the quarterback. And I just don't think – I'm fine with there being regular season and postseason award. I think that it feels like to me the postseason is a different thing anyway. I mean, what's the point of playing 18 regular season games if the guy that wins the Super Bowl is going to be the MVP? No, I, I get that, and that's fair. But obviously the regular season MVP is usually a guy who's put his team in a position to go get a championship, right? So, you know, I mean, that matters in everything. Uh, Joe Flacco, I don't think you would end up rewarding the guys who just had a run in the postseason – I think you would factor it into everything else. That said, Lamar Jackson, I think, separated himself from the other candidates down the stretch with the way that Baltimore played. But the challenge is it's never going to be, to me, a meaningful award if you don't have postseason success. And I think that's the challenge here. If you win it and you don't win a game in the playoffs, people are going to say, well, why were you the MVP? Fair or not, that's just the reality. I get it. But I actually don't – I mean, I don't know that this year was as slam dunk for Lamar as it was, as people act like. I mean, those stats are pretty amazing. 11th in pass TDs, 15th in pass yards. Now, that's not totally always fair to Lamar because some of what makes him so amazing is his running ability. But I do think this was a year where it wasn't that there was an obvious guy, right? I don't know that there was a person – that was just absolutely amazing all year. But it does feel like when you have that championship game performance that he had, where he didn't play that well, where they had chances to win and he didn't really make the execution, it does feel like it's lost a little luster. I mean, maybe you do it like this, Myron. If you're going to have a regular season MVP, give it right after the regular season, right? Don't wait until they may have already lost in the playoffs because it may feel different then. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know how you speed that up because they're going to do it attached to, like, the big honor show and all that they do uh, in the playoffs. You watch but the honor show, by the way? Isn't that the worst show of all time? I, the opening monologue is usually pretty good. You know, Steve Harvey's hosted. Keegan-Michael Peel, or, or that guy, has hosted a few times. So, um, But, I, but I, I get the celebration, why you do it before the Super Bowl. But, yeah, it, a guy like Lamar Jackson, it, it's sort of like, okay – Great dominance in the regular season, but it put even more pressure on him, Matt, and it made him stand out even more from his peers who have made those runs uh, in the playoffs. Now it's like, okay, it's you and Josh Allen as the two guys who haven't delivered yet in the postseason, and and I don't think that helped the narrative for Lamar Jackson to win it and then to lose when his team had home field advantage in the playoffs. Do you think there will ever be a time that he's actually able to – take the regular season success and turn it into a playoff run? Like, do you – if I were to say to you, does Lamar Jackson win a Super Bowl before all is said and done in his career, what would your answer be to that? My answer would be I don't know. You you know, because I just think the competition is so strict, man. And it felt like like this was a year where Joe Burrow's hurt. Josh Allen had some of his challenges throughout the season, especially with the turnovers. We've talked a lot about that. Mahomes, I mean, there was a stress where Mahomes was like 21st in QBR or something in the NFL. So it felt like this was the year. Uh, if you don't do it this year, then when does it happen? I think he'll get to a Super Bowl, but it's just going to be difficult to win one, I think, in this climate with the AFC only getting stronger from here. I think it's good. there's a lot of guys, but specifically Lamar and Josh Allen, that will look back at this year and go, that was our opening. 
right? That was our yeah, chance. Yeah, 100%. We hosted the, the home games. Joe Burrow was hurt, right? That was our moment. That was our time to make a run, and then we still let this other guy win again because Mahomes is going to have better teams than he had this year. This might be the worst team he's had, and he still won it, whereas this might be the best team Lamar's had, and he still wasn't able to. Now, coming up next, Herm Edwards. He's in the building. He's roaming around, and he's wanting to talk to us. It's always exciting with Herm. That's next on Cap Down the Kickoff. Thanks for listening to Matt and Myron, the podcast. You can listen to the show live every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Matt and Myron, the podcast.